Welcome to the Haywood County Schools Report. This is Graham Haynes, Assistant Superintendent and host for the Haywood County Schools Report. Uh, today we'll be sharing one of our school spotlights and today we will be having a spotlight on Hazelwood Elementary and our special guest is their principal, Todd Trantham. Todd, thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you, Graham. Absolutely. Good to have you. Um, so now that we're back from... Um, break and we've just started back up and then you know we had a couple of days off and now we're back again <laughs> um i guess just first off tell us all about hazelwood elementary um size of the school kids classes teachers um special classes like your encore classes things like that anything about hazelwood that people may want to know well i'm just happy to be a plot hound i um I, a lot of people don't know this about me but i i started my career at Hazelwood in 1993. Um, my mom had got a job in, 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 as an administrative assistant in the office in the early 80s, so I grew up around Hazelwood. My grandmother lived across the street from the old Hazelwood school, and um, in 93 I was a senior in high school, and Keith White was a principal, and he needed somebody to work in after school, so he called me and said, you want a job? And so I went to work in after school, and um, in early, about this time in 1993. So I've, I've been with the school system Consistently, either part time or full time, since since you know, early nineteen ninety three, and um, so I worked my way up. By the time I was in college, I was the director of the after school program and did that you know three hours a day, five days a week while I was there. And, um, went on to teach another school, and you know you go through the whole process as you you know go through your career. And I just feel more blessed than what a lot of people might might even imagine. To you know, find myself at the at the end of my career back at Hazelwood, um, with a great group of people, great group of kids, being able to to lead that school. Uh, we've got 500, 500 Well, I, I wrote down on my on my sheet here five hundred one kids, and then my one of my assistants came in the office and said we've added three today. So technically, I guess we're five oh four. That's a good thing. We're growing. Um, we've got about twenty five teachers in K five. We've got a pre K program. Um, we've probably got another 20 people that, that help support in a variety of areas, whether it's in a Title I intervention um, position, whether it's in a, the library, the art program, the music program, PE, and the cafeteria. Um, so there's probably 50 or 60 people that on a regular day, basis are there on, on, on school property helping support those kids. But, but we've just got great kids, um, great kids and great teachers. Um, I'm really blessed. We've got a really experienced staff. Um, in the last few years, I've watched people around me with a lot of turnover. We've just not had a lot of people leave. They, you know, they get there, they buy into what we're trying to do, what we're trying to accomplish, and they stay with us. And so, um, you know, I'm not having to, to go out and hunt for people as much. I'm not going to knock on something right there because, you know, that's a but, – but up, you know, in, in the last little bit, we just had a really solid core group of people that are staying with us and really bought into what we're trying to accomplish. Um, as far as our kids go – um, we've, we've got a really interesting population. It's probably different from what a lot of schools in Hayward County look like. 20% uh, of our population is minority. And that, and, and that doesn't seem like an, a lot, um, but for Hayward County, which is a pretty homogenous county, 20% is a pretty good number. 14% uh, of those are Hispanic. Um, some of those come to us not speaking any English at the beginning of the, at the beginning of their their time with us, and so there's you know there's a for many of our students there's some uphill battles. Um, we've got a, a really high homeless rate. Um, a lot of that I think has to do just with our location and some of the things that are going on in the Hazelwood community and around Hazelwood. So 
we deal with some of that. We have uh, about 60% of our kids that are considered economically disadvantaged, which makes us a Title I program. Um, and so our kids have every opportunity to make an excuse for why they're not doing well. And we just don't let them do that. And, and they've just learned that we're not, gonna, we're not gonna let them fall back on that. And, and, and we've been making some really great growth in the last few years. We've been taking, taking those kids and helping them become better every single day. Um, some of that credit goes to teachers that work really, really hard, but a ton of that credit goes to the fact we just got great kids. Um, they're just great kids in our community that, that really show up every day. They've got a great attitude. They've got, they give us their best effort. They're really disciplined. And, um, and I just can't, I can't say enough about how great our kids are. Awesome. Well, that's great. Um, I appreciate you sharing all that about just the school itself. And, and I can say, too, that I, I think it is a great place, you know, just going in there, popping in to visit and whatnot. I, I, say, this to, um, I, I say this to people, and some of the people on our staff that have never taught anywhere else, they have, they have nothing else to base that on, right? And I'm not saying anything bad about schools around this county, but every school's different. Um, but there's just a really different culture when you walk up and down the halls of Hazelwood. And, and for those people that have, are with me that have been other places, they, they say that same thing. Um, there's just a, a different level of compassion and a different level of focus on, on what our why is and what we're really trying to accomplish. Um, that's more than just outcomes, that we really do want to look at what needs we have in our ability to try to help our kids grow and help, you know, help them accomplish what they need to become, become lifelong learners. Um, and, and that's just a really, it's a really great place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you mentioned your why and, you know, trying to, to get kids to become lifelong learners and, and really just uh, teach the whole child. Um, what are some things or initiatives that you've got planned, I guess, that you have been doing this year or if there's anything new that you're planning on implementing now that we've come into the second semester and begun there? Well, I just got through with, with, with Christmas break. One of the things that um, we're blessed to be able to do, and we've been doing it for the last, um, probably the last four years with um, the Hazelwood community, is taking part in the Hazelwood Christmas Parade. And that just sounds like, oh, everybody does that, all the schools do that. But the Hazelwood Christmas Parade is really different. because we, we, we literally have our own Christmas Parade at Hazelwood, with our school being the center point of that. We, we usually are at the very front of the parade, walking with our kids, or on the, you know, on the bus with the ones that don't want to walk, can't walk. Um, but there's more to it than that because when they do all the preparation for the parade and, and the group that, that sponsors that and makes sure that happens in Hazelwood after it's over with, um, they give us a really nice donation from what they raise. And what that goes to is it helps pay for your books for our kids. Um, a couple of years ago, we had we were having a meeting. I think it was the school improvement meeting. So we had a group of school leaders in there with us. And um, we were talking about things that needed to happen. And the yearbook came up. And one of the teachers said, I just need to stop everybody for a minute. It, it really does bother me every year. Um, because we know economically where our school is and that some of our parents are very affluent and they can afford to go and buy their child a yearbook. They may be, even be able to afford to buy another one for somebody who doesn't have a yearbook. But we always have a group of kids that don't have one. And it's just really hard to walk into that classroom with 20 kids in the classroom and 10 yearbooks, and I'm sick of having to do that. Can we fix that? And so we went to work on that. And so um, because of the Hazelwood community and, and a lot of other people that help, um, we don't, our kids don't buy yearbooks anymore. We don't use it as a fundraiser. We don't try to make money off of it. Um, we just buy yearbooks for every kid at the end of the school year and hand them to them and um, don't ask them anything for them. Um, and I think that that, that, that just is, it, that goes a long way to just explain the kind of culture that Hazelwood has. And, and just, it's one of those things that just makes the school special. Um, so we just finished up with that. 
Um, as we go to the new year, a couple of things we're doing. Um, we're, we just started with our teachers talking about TBRI. Um, I know you TBRI could probably be a, a podcast unto itself. Uh, <laughs> TBRI stands for Trust-Based Relational Intervention. And, and all it really does is takes the compassion and the connection and the empowerment and the way that we correct kids and it wraps a, lang- a common language around that. And um, it's something not only we're doing here, we're doing at Hazelwood, but I think we're doing it across the, the district in, in coordination with some other outside of school district community um, groups with the, with the law enforcement and some other people. But um, one of the things that, that is we've started digging into that as a staff is just this, relation, this realization that we do need a common language around how we talk to kids and how we build connections with kids and how important those connections, solid connections with them are. That you know, when we create an outreach event, that, that the purpose of that, the why behind that is, is a little bit different than just trying to get you know, rear ends in a seat um, and trying to count how many people we might have show up, that there really is an effort to, to build community around it. Um, so that's going on right now. We're excited about that. Um, we've got some winter reading nights coming up, which is a little bit different. We started doing that during COVID, and one of the things we realized was that our parents really liked that. We didn't want to do that every single time because nobody wants every single meeting you have to be online. Um, but we also realized there are some people that may, um, for one reason or another, not want to be in our building or not be able to be in our building because of schedules or if they've got eight kids and they just don't want to have to pack them all up, get them in the car and come out and find supper and do all those things you have to do in the evening. Um, so we do a couple of different out parent out- outreach events. We do a big one in, in, on science. We'll have food trucks and all kinds of stuff. We do usually at the end of the year when it gets warm. Um, but in the winter, we found that we get a great turnout. Maybe our biggest parent turnout on any of the events we do for a winter reading night, we do it by grade level. And all that we, we buy books for every child. Um, to, the grade levels pick which books. There are different books in each grade level. They send the books home with kids. And then it, uh, at night, they... Um, they get online with them, they read the book to them, and then they talk to the parents and do some coaching on how to how to read with your kid. And they use that as a connection, and a, you know, a, a little bit of a of a um, instructional time with parents to help them be better parents. Uh, but at the same time, it's really the really the, the big part of it is just building connection and building community. Um, and it's a it's a really great night. It's usually the, the most highly attended of all of our parent engagement events through the year. Um, some it's it is not a, it is not unheard of to have um, you know class after class where every child in the class showed up online for the event. So yeah, we've had a lot of success with that and look forward to that. So that's coming up in, in, in just a couple of weeks. We'll probably do it at the end of January. And then in, um, the other big event in Jet we're looking forward to in January is um, is Donuts with Grownups, which is you know very much like Donuts with Dads or whatever we might have called it in years. We, we've done so many we've done so many different um, variations of that. But for us, it's, it's Donuts with Grownups, and you know that that you know enca- encapsulates uh, moms, dads, grandparents, whoever it might be that is going to come in and help um, have you know build community with us and have breakfast with their child, and then after that's over with, there's some. Um, and this is some structural tools we're going to give them to try to help them you know, be better parents. So very cool. So that's you know just some of the stuff coming up right now. Um, winter's a busy time. I think I've always I've always felt like January, February, March is a, is is the time where it makes or breaks you as a school. You know if you can push through and maintain some consistency and some some growth while all the craziness of snow days and yeah. weather events are going on around you because it's really easy to look up and you know to look up one day and it's January the 8th and you're starting back to school with kids and the next thing you know it's spring break and 
you've not really got a lot accomplished. So we, we're just, you know, right. trying to keep that fresh in everybody's mind that, hey, this is a really important time. You, you make a lot of growth and a lot of progress and um, get kids further down the road than they, than they are right now if you really use this time and this window really well. You're right. You really can. And, and, and you're right about that, too. You know, that time frame, January to through March, is just it'll fly by in an instant. Yeah. If you don't, you know, if you let it, you know, and so you really have to take advantage of that time and use it as best you can because as soon as spring breaks over, it's essentially it's, review, yeah. test, boom, you're gone. Yep. So it, it does happen very quickly. Um, it's just about consistency. You know, yeah. just, just keep digging and keep at it. And Absolutely. Keep pushing forward. Absolutely. And I like all those community events you're talking about. That's, that's really great. Get the parents in the building and just build that relationship, which I think we try and do. Countywide, um, and that's something we do very well in Haywood County Schools. But uh, it did. It sounds like you know Hazelwood's right there with everybody. You know, you yeah. guys are having lots of events, and I know you had a. Um, this was earlier in the year, and I can't remember what it was called now. But you had a community event at the very beginning of we, the year, we, like a back we, to school yeah, bash. We, we, type we did a back thing. to school bash, and really that, that was, was it. it. There we go. And, and the whole goal there was to, we wanted to launch well. You know, mm-hmm. every year you get an opportunity as a, as a school to launch into a new year and, and, and a lot of the momentum you have for the for the first couple of months comes from how well you launch and if you just sort of uh, and go about it you're going to struggle to get momentum but if you can get momentum right out of the start block with it with a really good solid launch and get everybody excited um, it makes those it makes that first you know that that late august september time really really effective and so um, I, I, I can't say that I did much about that. I just showed up. We, we had a lot of people that just poured up their heart and soul into making that a success. And you had food trucks everywhere and parents come. Right. They could, you know, could eat and do everything. We didn't charge them a dime. We paid for everything. We had community um, groups that um, paid for all the meals for all the food trucks. And so uh, that's awesome. They, they came, ate got to meet their teacher it was a very positive way to, to start the year there was you know there was no excuse why you couldn't come we didn't want we didn't want finances to be a limitation we didn't want anything other than i just didn't have time to come right to be to be a barrier to get you in our buildings and let you introduce you to hazelwood absolutely well i think that's awesome and that was a great event heard good things about it um Todd, I appreciate you being here with us today. Is there anything else about Hazelwood that you want to let the viewers know? That's all I got. All right. All I can say is go dogs. There we go. All right. Well, uh, Todd, I appreciate you being here, and thank you for being our uh, guest on the Haywood County Schools Report. And thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day, Haywood County.